Good. Mm. Hello and welcome to Thursday evening with the dads. So I let's start with Palestine, Israel, and um, you know it's a complicated uh, discussion. And I was wondering if you guys could just sort of sound off on sort of what team you're on and how you think this all started. What's your overall general vibe about this? Let's start with uh, whether or not I'm going to have to apply my universal muting policy to Jace because he keeps <laughs> tweeting about it, and I took mute anybody, no matter how tight I am with them. If they talk too much politics, that is, I would like to get an exception from pol- the politics uh, for that. I think that's there's, fair. There's a few y'all that I can't ever see myself muting that because I just enjoy all oh. of your content too much. I, You're one of them. Uh, Shri Ram, you guys know Shri Ram. Yeah, yeah, I like Shri Ram. Uh, and, uh, Josh Campbell. Uh, there's a handful of people out there that I, I just can't, I couldn't mute no matter what because I think too highly of them. But then that sounds bad about the people I muted. <laughs> Shit, I, never mind. I have um, I never said that. <laughs> I've tried to like do two Houston Astros tweets for every one uh, Israel Palestine tweet, which I think is a fair ratio because I'm, man, I am back on baseball Twitter. I am fucking back it it really feels good doesn't it It kind of feels like going home it kind of feels like getting in that comfy recliner this is what brought us together this is why we're here this is fun it's exciting but stressful Mm -hmm. i'm with you man i really i feel like i haven't done enough rangers content during games because i watch games differently than i did 2010 2011 2012 i mean i'm a uh, calm about it, even though I'm every bit as you know stressed as I was back then. I just I don't feel as compelled to tweet my every thought, but God, I love it. So, like, if the Astros like suffered this horrible atrocity and like a bunch of uh-huh. them were were killed, and then uh, Major League Baseball was like, "Look, bro, we're gonna send you to the." Uh, Texas Rangers Stadium, and like that's going to be your land, and you get to live in the Rangers Stadium. And then they tell be- the Rangers, yeah. like, "Hey, you guys, don't worry. You still get the outfield. Like, I don't. Just be cool, okay? <laughs> you can be in the outfield. You can kind of hang out in the bleachers over there. We're not like fully getting rid of you but just understand like the 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 space is meant for the astros you guys get the like the stands in the the outfield there and like just be cool okay bro but then you know uh uh then Adolis like, Garcia parachutes in. No, the and, Astros like started uh, taking some of the the outfield too and like getting like their I don't know, like putting checkpoints in the outfield, getting and, like their allies from the 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 their affiliate um, leagues to yeah. like what like, like the, the um, Seattle Mariners s- send warships to outside. Yeah, settle the, the settle the, like they call the Yankees and they're like, "Yo, Yankees, what's the analog <laughs> this is, to this, the Sinai Peninsula in the this, '60s or whatever?" <laughs> yeah. So like y'all come here and then like just just start taking over some of the outfield, okay? Like don't take all the outfield, just like start taking some of the outfield, okay? And then 
like this just kind of causes this whole like disturbance and there's never peace and this was only like a very like cropped very recent history picture i'm painting right now this yeah, is not hundreds like of years yeah. yeah this is not hundreds of years worth of conflict i'm just really zoomed in on the most recent situation and then they they were like uh i don't know like we're tired of them taking the outfield yo bros who like just like to tear up baseball fields why don't y'all come kick it with us real quick and like you know be terrorists and stuff yeah, like kind, i don't know we're kind of tired of the outfield being messed with we liked the outfield and then but like at that point you're just like man i don't like the astros and i'm not like for terrorism either i just i can kind of see a lot of what's happening here and i don't see a whole lot of like good baseball you know yeah. And How, I, I think it's fairly easy. Now to I just, totally get it. Not, not a lot of, in, not a lot of, yeah, not a lot of fundamental baseball. Yeah. I think it's just, bats, I think it's just out, easy to see. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't see any good baseball here. And I just, I don't want to go out on a crazy limb. I'm also not for terrorism, but the quality of play and the game on the diamond, like there was always that funny joke, like, what if we made second base blow up? And in real life, that's not. Oh, that's God. not good. That's not God. like we don't need Did bombs you, uh, going off on second base. So, did you guys notice before the Thursday night football game tonight that they did a moment of silence for uh, for for this situation? No, I I'm trying to ignore it all. Yeah, so before the game, they did a quick moment of silence and then after the moment of silence, camera pan to Pat Mahomes throwing a football with fireworks going off behind his head. It was helmets, CGI helmets crushed into each other. And so great, dude. So great. Carrie Underwood showed a little leg. and I'm like So to, America. I'd like to bring it back to the the Astros, Yankees, Rangers oh, yeah, situation. Ahead, Sorry. And I Sorry just, about that. Ultimately, I just want to say I think it's okay for everybody to just be like, yo, this is sad. Like, we're good. Yeah. Right there. The whole, this is the whole thing sucks. This this is sad. Like yeah. it's just welcome to sadness. I'll leave you all with this. There's there's two things that well, I we know. Have are whole, sh- we have a whole we have a whole show true. to do, Ryland. You can't leave not us on, with it. Not on this not on this oh, topic. Okay. There's two things that are absolutely true. One is you so cannot scared. in We're any way scared. get information about big stuff. What's big stuff? Big stuff is world politics, cultural, big, big stuff, right? The biggest topics in the world. No matter if you're a regular person like we all are, you cannot get any information from it, no matter how trusted that source is without it being propagandized in some fashion. It, it could not get to you without yes. being propagandized in some way. Agreed. So that's the first thing that's always true. Um. The second thing that's always true is that in any situation, no matter what it is or what's happening or how you feel about it, people without power suffer and people with power do not suffer. It doesn't matter what side they're on. It doesn't matter if you think their intentions are good or bad. The ones without power suffer and the ones with power do not suffer. Those are the two things. They're immutable. They Describe every conflict in human history, I believe, 
from the biggest to the smallest. And that's all I have to say about that. On the other side of the intro, we're going to rank human conflicts and their impact on society as it is formed today. Coming right up. Human the dance. human conflict human power dance. rankings. What's human on your dance. human conflict Mount Rushmore? Human human dance. 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 Human human dance. Human dance. Human dance. Podcast. Human dance. Podcast. Human dance. Podcast. Human human dance. Get up off your ass. Human dance. Podcast. Human dance. Podcast. Human dance. Podcast. Human dance. Get up off your ass. Oh your mom. 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 Tell your mom to listen. 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 Bass is hitting hard today. I had to turn up just smidge with that brown drink. Is that, Shouts out is to there Portland. Actually, it's a reddish drink. That's an Aperol spritz. You is, that a, is that a sphere that I see in there? Is that a sphere of ice? No, it's just regular ice and a okay. slice of orange. Courtney, Courtney figured out she likes Aperol spritz. This is, um, which this is kind of a tangent off of the I'll drink some champagne on you topic from a month or two ago. And uh, so now I just mix up a jug of the whole thing. 32 ounces of Aperol spritz or whatever, and I just sit here and we pour it and we drink it. What does it taste like? Aperol? <laughs> Don't even... It's just I, a I little... Just... It's like a mix between... It's it's three parts champagne, two parts Aperol, one part sody water. What does Aperol taste like? Not bitter. You wouldn't like it because you don't like bitter stuff. It's yeah. not... But Courtney, yeah. you know what, though? You and Courtney are similar in your dislike of bitterness, and she... Excuse me. She likes this, so maybe it's worth a try. It yeah. tastes it tastes different than Marcherol. Okay. Oh my God! Dad jokes on Human Dads episode one. Oh, sixty four seven. The AI told us we should do this. Dad joke of the week. Shouts out to Cortland. Yeah, well, we got haven't it. shouted him out in a while. Happy Shouts birthday! Out. Happy birthday to him. He did just Are have there- a. Are there any other listeners that you want to shout out? Like, shout out all of the, your favorite listeners right now. Go ahead. Rylan, I legit had that on the first on the top of my list for today was to make sure and tell Cortland happy birthday. For those of you that don't know, he's the man behind all of our beats and funny mm-hmm. sounds. Great, great man. Uh, uh, you mentioned Josh Campbell. I think Josh listens. So mm-hmm. shout out to Blind Josh, mm-hmm. um, Chad, okay, McCann. Yep. Yep. Who else? Who else? Um, I don't know. I think I'm good. It's, it's weird. <laughs> you can't man. start naming people because you're going to forget somebody, and then, I'm already then it's an affront to the forgetting person you like forgot. six people. I know. I I'm sorry. We covered half the listeners by me naming three. That's yeah, pretty much. So, shouts out to you, the good listener, and thank you for listening. And sorry if you were offended by our. Our, our intro there hopefully you stayed tuned uh jason i'm gonna real quick name five rangers on the current roster right now oh, dude i'll i can name the starting <gasps> right. lineup. are you yeah name me? the name it one to nine real quick all right leading off marcus simeon okay uh hitting second is what's his what's his groob's nickname 
I don't know what a Scroobs okay. nickname is. Go ahead. Scroobs kind of fell off on the nicknames. Yeah, he has. You guys noticed that? Yeah. Simeon, Poss- Simeon Possible. Simeon Possible. Yeah. Last time. yeah. Yeah. Simeon, then followed by maybe my favorite baseball player in baseball, Corey Seager. Okay. Hitting second. Uh, behind Corey, we have had some shakeups there. But at the moment, Mitch Garver, I would say, is hitting there. That's former Minnesota twin catcher Mitch Garver. But okay. if he platoons, it's with who in the third spot? Uh, Robbie Grossman is, is the other guy go. that sometimes will hit there. Um, Can I say this real quick? Sure. Boach, I thought, had a real great scheme the other day when, when he put him into the starting lineup, and he was asked about it, and he said, if you hit a grand slam, I think it's a good idea <laughs> that you start. And I you get to play the next day. Yeah, yeah, I just want to say, couldn't agree more. I uh, Only – only 50 years in baseball you got to be a baseball lifer to come up with that kind of you start insight. seeing you start seeing <laughs> a little bit uh, you know it's been a good season but you start when he gives you nuggets like that you start seeing how this guy has won some pennants and gone to some world series situations so we're uh, we're, uh, we're at the cleanup spot with mike which napoli is, uh, Adolis Garcia. Okay. The great Adolis Garcia. Legendary bat flip guy. Legendary Fun bat baseball flip. player. Fun yeah. baseball player. Uh, after Adolis, I believe we have a hitting in the fifth spot. I'm trying to think of who they have there. Maybe Nate Lowe. Is that right? Nathaniel I think Lowe they've been going um, Lowe and then Heim. Lowe yeah, and Heim, Lowe, and, then Lowe. Heim. Heim and then Lowe. Or Heim low. low. When they when they I'm, go low, Hyman, we go Heim. Low, um, <laughs> Not Hyman. And then mixed mixed in there is Evan Carter and Evan Car- Leody, Josh Young, and Josh in yet and third baseman Young Phenom Josh Young is somewhere in that seven eight nine area. And then now, I want get you to take at nine more than more often than not. Now it looks like. I think, Rylan, what I think Brad was trying to do there, he was trying to make a point, and it backfired deeply. He, he forgets that I am – Rylan and I used to see each other at opening day when he was yeah. doing his tailgate. I'd stop by the tailgate. He, he gave me some nachos. Years ago. Mm-hmm. Years ago. Gave me some nachos. I think, actually, funny enough, tell me if this sounds right to you, Rylan. I stopped by. You gave me. You were making nachos. I'm pretty sure, and you had refried beans in a bag, and you were like putting the refried beans on the on the nachos with the bag. And I was like, dude, how do you get your refried beans so silky and so nice? And like, you know, they're not too chunky. They come out just like you know, really nice. And you told me that you added some kind of liquid into the into the refried bean to get it to that consistency. Does that That's sound right? That's possible. To you? Okay. That's possible because there was one year that I brought stuff to make nachos because I had some some chili that I had made. And I right. thought, oh, how perfect would it be? And so I threw together and I got some beans and I got some cheese sauce and whatever. That was probably 2014, 2013. That sounds right. Yeah, that's somewhere in there. That sounds right. So in the, somewhere in the in the post World Series decline era, it was probably it probably was just chicken broth. Honestly, I was gonna say yeah. you could go with a broth. You could go with some water and lard. I mean, yeah. Oh, you got to use manteca in your in yeah. your refried beans, or you ain't shit. Like yeah. that's for sure. Yeah. So Brad, but yeah, we go back a long way with yeah. this baseball stuff. 
don't do I, don't don't I, do this game. I'm it, not I'm not here to question that Jason could not in 2014 name the whole farm system and the starting lineup and the two deep and the 40 man and the five man and then your <laughs> mid relievers and then your full bullpenis. Like I'm not saying that he couldn't do that in 2014. I was just making sure in 20 and 23 that we were still, you know, I will admit to you that 21 was a bit of a dark period for me. Things, I struggled finding some uh, finding some motivation to uh, you know to enjoy the baseball team here. Horrible baseball. I uh, well, you guys remember what was it? A year, maybe almost two years ago now. I said that uh, Ray Davis needed to get a little more juice for you, honey, because I was so mm-hmm. upset with the direction of the club. You were <laughs> sorry about me, guys. I was yeah. wrong. Um, that was a full blown three years ago, and it looks different now than it did three yeah, well, years ago. After Beltre got three three thousand hits and retired, I just was like, "There's no point in watching this with all the other shit I got going on until they're they're playing good baseball." Um, and this year, they you know I've taken kids to games and gone to games with whoever for fun, but like I didn't really follow the team again until this year. Even though last year they brought in guys and spent a bunch of money, it was obviously you know a work in progress. So I get what you're saying, Brad, but I just want to point out for the world, the listeners, the Twitter, the X, the TikToks, all of it, that Jason and I have never asked you to name who the uh, starting left tackle is for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Never. Yeah. We wouldn't do that to you. We wouldn't do that to you. We know that you don't know. We understand that you... <laughs> Have the Jaguars are, that game. The Jaguars have moved down to like number five for me, and y'all know that. <laughs> well, yeah, we've noticed. It's evident. We, yeah, it's clear. They didn't quite perform up to expectations, and you've moved on. That's not true. There's just been other teams that have caught my caught my attention. That's all. Ryland, that's you, all it did is. You see him? Did you see him retweet my tweet though? Did you see that? He is such a jerk. Such a what? I caught y'all arguing, but honestly, I was busy and I didn't get a chance to dig into it, and then I forgot. So what happened? So uh, w- as the Cowboys were playing great football, I made a completely. To be honest, it wasn't even about the Cowboys. It was me calling out Brad for his fair weather fandom, and I said, "It's going to be the biggest, the most interesting part of the Cowboy season is going to see how Brad's able to jump back on the bandwagon while convincing everybody that he's always been there." When was this? <laughs> when did you tweet that? Game. It was. When? It was like week two or three. No, okay, def- definitely before San Francisco, maybe before Arizona. But Ryland, to my point, it wasn't even about the Cowboys. It was just no, I, I was frustrated Brad. with Brad. Yeah, it's all about Brad. Yeah. And and so instead of looking inward and saying, you know what, man, I need to I need to really reflect. I need to look in the mirror. He decides <laughs> to use that tweet to 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 dig on me, and he retweets it. Like a total jerk. As when did he retweet it? He, as soon as the the second the San Francisco game is over, <laughs> just in case the Cowboys came back, he had it. He hit retweet. He's such a he dick, had it. man. He had it, dude. He had it bookmarked, just waiting of to course. jump your ass. Of course. Gosh. 
Of course. Oh, he'll be a Kristaps fan. Trust me. I can't. I can't. If he comes over here talking about Kristaps with Boston. Dude. Boston Boston is almost on the list of teams I will never cheer for. They're almost on the list of teams okay. I would never cheer for. I really, back in the day, now, what I'm about to say, I think, is going to rub, you know, all of us as Dirk homers he's gonna the wrong tell way. Us, he's going to tell us that he loved the Lakers so much that he hated Boston. No, 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 no. Back in the day, I really liked Kevin Garnett. So when Oh, Ke- God, oh, fuck, I knew God. it. God. It makes absolute perfect but sense. But when he went to the Celtics, I was like, okay, I was interested. And those Celtics-Lakers series, uh, when the Celtics were going to the Eastern Conference Finals or the Finals each year, it was very compelling basketball. I did enjoy that little short era because it was fun to watch it's like that three years, Celtics right? team play with those guys. They were older. I, listen, there's nothing there, – well, there's a few small things, but generally speaking, Kevin Garnett is great to watch play basketball. Yeah. There are a few little things that I might take issue with, but – Generally speaking, there's it's just the whole like aura around him being treated like he was better than he was because he growled a lot, which was really a thing that only existed in the mostly the nineties. We don't even have that anymore. Or, back or then he, that was a he, thing. Or he pounded on the, the court real hard as Dirk's like walking the ball up and then Dirk just drills yeah. a three pointer in his eyeball. Yeah. Um so but outside Remember of that when Josh though, Howard was a rookie and put like two straight threes in his face. So great. Uh, outside of that, though, you, I'm going to be hard pressed to actually look favorably upon a probably any Boston team. Really, I, the Patriots got to a point where I was just like, I mean, you can't even hate that anymore. It's just like it's neutral. Yeah, there's it's like no emotion left. It's there's just a, but like entity. there's like this like awe, right? Like there's this like they're going to do this again? Seriously, like. Very Spurs esque in that regard. Like I could never cheer for the Spurs, but you get to a point where you're just like, "Damn, man! Like shit! You can't like." See, I always kind of didn't mind the Celtics because growing up, you know, it was Magic and Bird, and I revered them both for their abilities. And then the Mavericks weren't that good as those guys started to decline. The Mavericks were awful, but Jordan was still a thing. So, like, I just was in awe of whoever the best players were at the time. And I didn't really start hating the Lakers because when the Mavericks were going through the Lakers in the 80s, I was too little to really process it. So I didn't really start hating the Lakers until they started coming back up with Shaq and Kobe in the late 90s. And so then it was easier to not hate the Celtics retroactively. Not that I ever did, but you know what I'm saying? It was easier to dislike the Lakers. So I just kind of developed an indifference to almost like happy to root for them if there was no one else interesting in the playoffs Boston type deal but I understand why some people you know hate them virulently like I get it but like I just I still love Larry Bird like you know I mean come on Bird and Magic too those guys were all I'm not I don't have any hate for any of them the way you're saying that is how I don't hate nobody the way you're saying that is how I felt about Shaq so when he Mm -hmm. went to the Lakers like I really liked that I loved. I, went and bought a Shack. Yeah. We were in LA when he Shaq. got traded to LA, and I think I've told you all this before. But we were in LA when he got traded to LA, and I bought a Shack T-shirt jersey off the corner. Shack uh, Shack came along during our. So we're all the same age. During our kind of like 
just most impressionable NBA years. Like a dude that breaks backboards and raps is gigantic and raps and has a video game and is in movies like and they're is might, so charismatic. There might be somebody on this podcast that knows almost all you. the lyrics you. to Shaq's it's first you. album. Yeah. You've done this. You've it told us. Be. Yeah. Have we yeah. talked about this before? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This year I want to say I don't think it was that long ago, but your Jace hits the nail right on the head. the the peak of driveway basketball with your mm-hmm. buddies was the t- was the era where Shaq came into the league and it was about and that was the everybody was who's got the biggest ass and can put their back to the basket that was the slow it down era and so you'd get out in the driveway and just beat each other up that was the that five to seven year period where basketball was just about beating the shit out of each other I wonder if. I don't want to get like too heavy in NBA talk because I know there are a lot of people that don't care. But I wonder if, um, like the Orlando Magic back then, f- for me, I wonder who that team is now for kids. Is it like is it like um, Oklahoma State. City or Sacramento? Yeah, but but new new um, but Orlando wasn't dominant. Like they weren't like a championship team. It's true. It's true. So so I want is it like Sacramento maybe like just a, or it feels real Memphisy now. Maybe Memphis had, but that. you have to have that. But nobody's as big as Shaq on a team that yeah, isn't dominant. That's the thing is you can't. There's no. There's no facsimile of Shaq. There's nothing. Yeah. But 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 I mean Shane Gilchrist is pretty like he's a guy that young kids love. Man, he's flashy. I just want to say one of the more demoralizing Cowboys Do losses. You mean Shea, it, Shea Gilgis Alexander. Yeah, what did I say? Shane Gilchrist. The Michael Kidd Gilchrist. <laughs> who, who, Shane Gilchrist. Michael Shane Kidd Gilchrist, Gilchrist, who I think won Michael Rookie Kidd of the Gilchrist Year and then never had, did half of a cup Had half of a cup of coffee with the Mavs during the tank year. That's all you need to know about him. I'm struggling, Shane, Shane Gilchrist sounds like he's going to be alternate for the Ryder Cup next year. Seriously, do the do the Cowboys make it to the end of the season intact the way they are right now? Yeah, because Jerry only fires a coach midstream when the shit hits the fan Dude, to an gonna, in, incomprehensible level, and they're too talented for that. They're, they're gonna, still going to win 11 games, 12. They are. I, I they're going to F. They're going to F around and beat Philly one out of two just to keep me from killing myself. Yeah. So you and think these next the three games, round. you think these next three games, you see a favorable winning percentage? Yes. Who we, who we got? Who we got the next? San Diego. Talk to San me. Diego. Non, tell, why don't you tell the Cowboys fan, as a non-Cowboys fan, who we're playing the next three weeks? San Diego. I believe San Diego, the Rammies, and the mm-hmm. Eagles. Definitely Rams. Two or three. Is it definitely Rams? Is it it at San Diego? Because you've had favorable. It is. You've had no success going into the NFC West this year, but but definitely Rams. You no. You said would it be favorable? They will a hundred and ten percent. I said winning percent. Winning percentage. You think the next three games? Oh, it's going to be a favorable winning percentage. You think they're taking two out of three? Ask me next week. Let's see if we fuck around against. Almost said the Padres. <laughs> <laughs> the Chargers. And it's not San Diego anymore. It's L.A., right? Yeah. I just, yeah. We're old. Uh, we're old. Seattle is in the AFC still in my brain. I just think we're in, it, we're we're maybe headed towards a reckoning. And I'm just. Oh, I think. Th- what a I think it's time I don't to start make speculating the... on who Dan Quinn can bring in to be his OC next yeah, year. Yeah, I don't know. Make... out. 
I don't make the big declarations about the Cowboys. I just kind of talk shit as it bumbles and does its thing and laugh. Don't get me wrong, but I, I'm. it doesn't make sense, man. It does not make sense. I this is say, not going to work. They can't just magically be uh, slow the game down, pace-driven, uh, Trent Dilfer, 2000 Ravens, where we lean on our defense, eke out 20 points, and, like, they're just, it's, it's insane. No, it's it's a coach that's going to get himself fired because he either outsmarted himself or he's really stupid and had Aaron Rodgers. I don't know, um, but... They're gonna. I agree with Jason though. They're they're still gonna f around. They're gonna have double digit wins. They're too talented not to. If you looked at your quarterback, and I'll follow a number of quarterback school type folk who break down what Dak Prescott could be doing, what he could see, what's actually happening, what the Cowboys are trying to do. It does not make any sense. He does not look comfortable. I don't think they're putting him in a favorable position. And if you think that this defense is good enough at the highest level to be able to pull out 11 wins while having an offense that doesn't really contribute, I, I think I disagree with you. I think I, I think the offense will find ways to. I think they're going to find ways to score, but it's not going to be efficient necessarily. But let me. You, you mentioned comfort. Let me throw something at you guys. Do you guys remember, I think it was Dak's third year, there was a game against Atlanta where we had to plug in Terrence Steele at yeah. tackle before he was any good. And Terrence Steele, it looked like it might as well have been it might as well have been Jace with his bad back out there. I that think dude, Terrence he had Steele like five up, sacks. Gave up six yeah, it was, sacks. It was New York, wasn't it? No, it was he's, Atlanta. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I yeah. I don't think Dak has looked comfortable in an important game since before that game. I'm not uh, ankle injury. This is before ankle. This is before anything. I think ever since that day, go back to every game that you thought was a big, important game. Even if we won, he's got happy feet. His timing looks off. He's throwing. He's making throws that guys got to you know jump out of the way for, and then they can't run after the catch. All kinds of little little nitpicky details that help you win big games. I think that was it, man. I think I think. I hate to say this. I told y'all after last year's playoffs that my new thing for him was I love you, but I don't trust you anymore. And I really think that that's just what it is. He just – I think he's a mental uh, – I don't want to say mental midget, but like he's a he's got a mental thing going on where those first season, season and a half, he had like this prodigious internal clock about getting the ball out, spreading it around, not turning the ball over, all these things, knowing when to run. He stopped running before the ankle. Yeah, yeah he, he really after, had. but he stopped running before the ankle. I, Terrence Steele game fucked his head up, man. That's that's my my hot sports opinion for this week. Well, he he does need to learn when to hold them, and uh, and when to fold them. Yeah, that's right. Brad. Hey, can I ask you guys a really important parenting question? Oh, oh that's a shit! Good segue. Hold on, I wish we had a sounder. Let's just. Uh... Let's all sit here and get ready for this because I feel like this is where we excel. Like this is just where we. This is, our this is where butter. we we you know we fly high in the sky, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Fire off. So, how do you, as parents, we we want to be compassionate and kind and hey guys, nice real to our quick, children. 
Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you. I just have a breaking news sounder real fast. And now, breaking news. Stars are tied 1-1 with the Blues right you now. You son of a so, bitch. If you ever I just bring wanted up you hockey, to know. I swear to God. I wanted you to know what, what the score is, was. It's opening what? night. What is happening? It's not okay, opening sorry, night. Go it's ahead. still got to be preseason. No, it's not preseason. I think it's, I think it's real now. It is. It's real. It's opening night. So sorry, so, Ryan. No, nah, you're mean. good. Okay. I Where swear to God, if they get like a shorthand or like a one-timer real quick, I, nothing. I don't want to hear it. I'll mute you. Do not bring it up if they go up 2-1. I do not want to hear it. I'll kill you. <clears throat> Ryan, We're trying to teach him how to be kind. We try to model appropriate behavior mm-hmm. and... Uh, Things of that nature. So I want to know very much. How Vic can of I? You. How can I nicely, compassionately, and properly tell them that I don't give a shit Uh-oh. about anything they ever saw on YouTube <laughs> or a TV show, bro, or any con- any of their content, bro? Okay. I don't want. I, I can't possibly, and I will I will admit this. Some of it maybe is in their storytelling skills, which might be a little disjointed given the age. We're just you know they don't this. they aren't as good at at setting the scene and giving the context and then explaining what they saw. But guys, I got a lot going on, as do you all. We are we are grown ass men. I don't. I, I don't have room in my brain to hear about their content. I don't give a shit. Not How to can mention, I tell them that I really do not care. Not to well, mention when you're at home and you're trying to disassociate, and they just want to come take your me time. Go ahead, Jason. So Ryland asked us, Brad, to help him out with a tough parenting issue, and I think we should. Okay. Do you want to do some role play? Uh, sure. I'm. You know, I'm big uh, improv boy yeah. over here right. so do you yeah. want to be the parent or do you want to be the kid what would you uh i'm gonna go parent okay good because i think you are to be honest between the two of us you're a more patient parent you're um Shit. i don't know you are definitely better at this stuff okay let's call our so kids in kid. and let's let's call our kids in and you ask your kids how patient <laughs> you are and i'll ask my kids and <laughs> they'll all say we're shit because we aren't don't give them 100 percent of what they want all the time and all they remember is the thing we said no to yeah all right, you ready? Yeah. Hey, Dad. What's, yeah, what's up, bud? Dad. Hey. What's hey, going Dad. On? Hey. Hey, Dad. I just, I, I just watched something on YouTube. Uh huh. Yeah, and I tell I me was about just it. Watching real quick. it on YouTube. Yeah. So uh, I was watching on YouTube, and this guy, it, it, he told me that um, if you put, if you put silver in an egg, that the egg will turn into a diamond. Like uh, when you say silver, what like you saw him put silver into the yeah, egg? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He put the silver into the egg, and the, the egg, and then the egg turned to diamond. It, it, there was a video. Okay, and uh, that's pretty cool, bud. I'm gonna be Is honest that with true? you. Is that true? It has not been my experience that when I met, and just we're only talking about when I've t- Is taken. Is that true, Dad? When I've taken silver and eggs and uh-huh. mixed them together, I've got very varied results can we do that now dad can we go put silver in our eggs it's 8 30 
you're wearing a t-shirt dad, please, uh, for can pajamas. Please put silver in our eggs, Dad, please. That's going to be please. a Sunday thing, dude. That's going to be a Sunday thing. That's going to be a... please. Okay, but maybe hey, Dad, Sunday. will you come watch it with me? So can I show you the YouTube? How about you bring it out here? But I need you to sh I need to show you. It's on my iPad in my room. It's on the charger. It's on the charger. Yeah. Yeah. No charge. Let me ask you, fellow parents, given the two scenarios, do you want to be full blown explain the f cool funny thing, or would you just rather have them come jam the iPad in your face and make and like they didn't zoom in enough on the clip, so they make you watch it and they're like. You know, it goes for a minute and a half, and they look at it to be like, oh, it's not there. And then they, they put it back in your face and be like, no, no, here you go. Keep watching. Hold on. Hold on. And they, they haven't heard you laugh yet, so they haven't – you haven't indicated yeah. to them that anything's funny. So no they, validation. So yeah. they pull it back to be like, oh, it's still there. And I'm like, dude, why did you rewind three minutes to show me something? That's, yeah. Well, that's all they want is the shared experience. I don't, I don't ever get the device in the face typically. Maybe when they were – a lot littler once in a while, but they just wanted to retell the story, and they're so bad at it. Dude, both of them, they're horrible. And they're, they're 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 smart kids, both of them, and they're old enough, third and sixth grade. They should really be better at this. They should be better at being I like don't... setting setting the scene, explaining nah. who the person is. But instead, it's just but, like, and she said, and then they said, and then she said, and then I said, and then they said, and he said, no. Nah. I, I don't even feel like I'm talking English with these people. Anymore. I think, the, but at the bottom line of it is. I do not care. I don't want that content. My brain is full. Sorry. I, it's I. I'm going to say nine out of ten times. I full throat, full heart agree with you. It is a a little bit of a a beat down, right? But there's like one out of ten times, and it, it especially happens with Shep, and I think that's because of his age right now, where he brings us the iPad to typically show us some form of like physical comedy that you see and you know they're doing for a laugh like you know it's like over the top and in stupid kid show humor but like he's so tickled by it that him presenting to be like okay now look now watch oh my god can you believe like he, he like it hit him he he's just discovered cat videos or something like pretend the the feeling that you got when youtube was first there and you could watch you know people trying to do jackass like that kind of thing is what he's uh feeling and so that one out of ten times it's cool when he brings it up to show you that some guy's pants fell down and he just can't handle it and you know it's gonna happen because you can hear him in his room doing his little tickled giggle and he'll do it like three times and then like on the fourth time okay I, I can't keep this to myself i gotta show mom and i'll watch the progression it'll go to mom on that side of the couch and then that's not enough we gotta go other side of the couch where dad is now and show dad and then we gotta review all three of us together like can you believe that happened no right. bud that's that's insane that is totally insane all right we'll see you later do you ever find I find myself doing this all the time, and I it makes me cringe. It makes me feel embarrassed. But I I do find myself doing the looking down at my phone, like uh huh. Oh really? Yeah. Oh that that's that's wild. Yeah. I I do that sometimes. I I just can't. It's like in order for me to under actually understand what they're talking about, I almost have to 
stop them every two words and ask a question about what the words mean. Because they don't put they need more words good. around their words. That's probably good though. That's probably but like I don't good parent. I don't want to do that at eight forty at night on my third beer on a Tuesday when I'm tired. Yes, sir. There, that's what it is. Uh, for the most part, both <laughs> of my children will call me out or call us out or call you out if that is the case. If they mm-hmm. if they see the half engagement, they'll, same they'll call you out. Um, yeah. Shep telling a story, dude. Shep, Shep giving you the play-by-play of what just happened. Is it a meandering journey? Like, it's like the bumpers, it only exists for him to just bang into the bumpers that should be keeping this thing going forward. Now, his sister, his sister, tremendous storyteller. Wonderful. To the point to where it's almost like, oh, I can, I can, uh. I can uh, already see, like, into your future, how you're going to be able to just really, really capture how you were feeling throughout this whole thing. See, that she's a little like Molly in that, like, she, she can't just tell the story, go straight forward. Like, and I think this is more of a woman thing than maybe a man thing. Sometimes we just want to get to the facts, the points. This is what happened. Here's the middle. Here's the end. We're over. And a lot of t- it's been my experience, right, with women. Mom, like even my mom included. Like women will tell you how that made them feel. Then give you the context as to what the feelings were going into the event that they're talking about or the conversation or the context of the relationship of the people involved in this conversation, right? Like there's never just a, they never just hit the high points and tell you what happened. They've got to tell you, well, so I was at the playground today and I was trying to play with Sophie, but you remember last week, Sophie and I were kind of on different pages and she kept going on the monkey bars and i'm like that's not safe so then today when i'm playing with sophie she's trying to tell me that i'm bossy and really i'm just concerned for her and that's what i was trying to tell her last week when we were problem is i've already checked out Yeah, me too that's the whore that's the worst part and it's not that she's doing such a good job it's not that it's scrambled like the other one it's that there's just so like there's so many paths And, and that yeah. are coming I, at you. I get that definitely more from Courtney, but obviously I don't tune out very often with her because she's Why are you, you know, forty. She's forty years old, and we're, I'm used to listening to her. But I will give m- my young ones credit that they're pretty good when it comes to telling a story about something that happened to them or something in the real world. It's when they begin to describe something they saw on TV or a device. Sure. It's as if it's as if they don't understand that I didn't see it. So all the things that they're leaving out of the description are just making me making my brain turn to mashed potatoes, man. You know, you missed it, Ryland, before we started recording. Shep stopped by to visit dad before podcasting and it made me laugh because what happened is so familiar in my household, and it was a knock on the door. A little voice back there was just like, "Hey, Dad, I got a problem." That's the start of it, <laughs> right? Hey, Dad, I got a problem, and then just silence. <laughs> He's waiting for you to go. Oh, what? Well, t- tell me your problem. Hey, okay, what's going on, pal? Yeah, 
That's that's what he wants to hear. So he, hey, I got a problem. And then, then it's the kid's turn to try to explain the problem. And it doesn't come out. It makes no sense at all. And I very simply could have put, hey, I'm having trouble watching some stuff on Bally's password. It's not working. And all instead. He, all he did was hold up the iPad screen from 15 feet away and be like, uh, I, I tried to turn on uh, the basketball and it says it's doing this and it says right here i this is usually what i push for the basketball but right here it says this and i can't do this and it's an ipad screen so i can't read what it says 15 feet away like that, that sounds happens. like he's just experiencing the same thing we all do anytime we try to watch anything on bally yeah yeah it's essentially it's, what it's it was every day like that dude a, a kid walks up with a nintendo or a, an iphone or an iPad or a computer, and they just point to it, and they're like, "Dad, I can't, I can't f- uh, do the thing." I do find myself being very old man, and I should be cooler because I think about like you know we've talked about this a thousand times when I was playing Nintendo at his age, mm-hmm. like you had like two buttons you could push. There was either a go True. forward or a pause option. Like that was it, right? You weren't like hopping back out into some other menu that went to a home screen that you could then scroll over to to open a whole different game or if you wanted to you could change user profiles so that that user's profile information would load on each of the games that you have like that was never an option for us so he'll consistently turn on a damn game and be like hey uh hey dad hey hey dad can you come look at this hey dad it's doing the, uh, okay, it's showing my battery isn't charged, but uh, if you look on the controller, it is charged, and it's telling me that it isn't charged, and you go over there, and it's not saying that. It's like the the c- controller itself is not connected, Like, and he's got to hit the, the activator buttons to be like, yo, bro, let's connect this controller, and it's just very frustrating. Or the, you know how many times I have to get up? Just to change the input on the TV. That shit right there. This this is this is my reasoning for. I think the killer product that should take the world by storm, guys. And it is the dumb TV. There's too much shit on TVs, and the basic Amazon Fire Stick. If you want to go, if you want to go value prop is too fucking cheap for all of these TVs to have all of this ridiculous stuff on them. All we want, I want a TV that has HDMI in the back and a button to turn it on and a button to change the input. And when you press the input, it literally says HDMI 1, 2, 3, 4, whatever. And then you see whatever you're looking at, you know, your your PlayStation, your uh, Switch, your, your, your Fire Stick, whatever it is. The smart TV is hell. Software shit. No one wants Samsung or Vizio or LG or whatever. God forbid, Hisense to write fucking software for your family to interact with every day. Dumb TV. It is uh, like you would think that they we would have some better solves for this, but they'll do the. Sage knows how to do it. She's at the age where she can figure it out. But he'll at least hit the input button. 
But if you go one over, that'll go to your correct HDMI port. But if you go one to the other direction, it completely resets the whole bottom scroll to where it now shows like TV antenna, some other input that we don't other no context, which just throws them Maya, into a tailspin, doesn't it? Yeah, Layla can do it. Maya has trouble. But the issue we run into is these TVs are smart TVs, and so they will either try to rename the input after you've conveniently gone in and edited it to say switch. <laughs> it has decided randomly because some idiot wrote some software they weren't qualified to write, and now it says Verizon Fios, which has never been available in Trophy Club ever. Every city around us got it back in the heyday of Fios, but not us. And why? Where did that come from? Or... Or you unplug the device and move it to the other room, and then when you plug it back in, it goes trying to detect your device. I'm like, you dumb son of a bitch. You've I don't been want here you before. To detect it. I know what it is. I don't need you to tell me what it is. Just let me go in here and edit this HDMI 2 to say Nintendo and leave me alone. They're leave me alone. These TVs are too cheap to expect that there's going to be functioning software on them. So stop it. Like they, that Michael uh, Jordan gift. Stop it. They need to. Uh... You know, like the old person's cell phone where it just has like limited amount of options and all the icons are, we need. are bigger. They need like a kid yeah. TV. That what, can, is it, what is that phone called? Except I kid? want it. I'm I'm 43 and I want it. I don't know what it's called. Cricket I just, is a kid. There's a, a cricket is a, I think, yeah, like a dumbed down phone. I just remember the infomercials from like. Hey, Ryland. 15 years ago. What's up? I got some valuable um listener feedback uh last week i just wanted to share with you just one piece nothing nothing big is it about how brad has too many favorite teams no that's that's well known i think people have just learned to accept that it's frustrating but they've learned to accept it someone reached out to me and said they really enjoyed your trophy club zoning conversation Jesus no Christ. they i didn't. swear to god i this swear is not a real, this is not a real person swear to god give me their name that. because i'm never I shouting won't. them out i won't give you their brad's name gonna, brad's gonna make sure they can't access the uh, rss feed anymore let me see if i can find the actual <laughs> can, you, can you exclude somebody is there from a way a, from an have rss looked, feed have you looked into that have you looked into something that you didn't know existed What's the, the actual what's the code for that? Yeah, maybe there's a way. Jason, I love my one of my favorite Jason bits is when he's trying to find something on his phone. It's Live hold on. on I've almost show. I've almost got it guys. Oh, I bet he's you do. There. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. Hold Scrolling on. through all these CDDMs. Oh, here we go. Here doesn't we, know. I already found it. I already found it. Uh here we go. Uh Tell Rylan I was quite interested in the rezoning shit. And I wrote, no, you weren't. <laughs> yeah, no one wants to. And this person wrote, no, I actually was. Ties into a class I'm taking this semester. And, you know, I like shit like that. I'd listen to a local rezoning podcast. So there you go, Rylan. Some really good feedback from one of our listeners. Yeah, go start a PNZ podcast, right? These are important topics, actually, and they can be interesting. They can also be not interesting, but there's there's stories behind all this, and it all boils down to incentive incentivized behavior and 
Brad. money and and planning and, and and really a lot of randomness. Like people think that that oh, everything they see around them was the result of someone planning yeah. to have it happen that way, and that's really not necessarily the case. And maybe even more often than not, there's so much that goes into how things end up the way they end mm-hmm. up, and then you just end up living in them and around them. I just want to. Uh, of course, it's interesting. Brett has no respect for any of that work. No, which, it's just so disgusting. Which, which I do for free. I, I, for, the, for the love, free. for the love of the game. First off, Ryland knows that I have interacted with multiple municipality zoning committees. Indeed, okay. yeah. Actually, Brad has a lot of subject matter expertise when it comes to this. All right, he's a SME. You're saying he's a he's, SME. <laughs> I'm saying he, he. I'm saying that when it comes to overlays and. And and uh, local options and licensing mixed and use and on prem yeah. on prem versus package sales versus whatever SUPs. He, he knows what's up. He's yeah. a local SME. Okay. Uh, first off, I think that was all bullshit, or you would have just named the person. Second, no, I want to. It was also a very generic comment. Of yeah, like, I really do like that shit. If it's a real I'm person, interested. I don't know why you're talking to students. Okay, I don't know why you like. Okay, well, maybe uh, someone's pursuing higher education. You know, well, they're no, on she, master's it's her, degrees. It's her senior year. It's okay. her senior year. All no, right. All right. All right. I'm going to pull a punch on a joke that could come from that. I'm not going to make it. Give you a but I will say, freaking red card. I knew uh, one of my buddy's wife, uh, my, my buddy, his wife. No one that she knows. Got a master's, she got a master's <laughs> in public administration. Like, it's a real thing. There are real, real I, ass. Uh, good luck to that person in, the, in their studies. studies. Uh, yeah. Do you guys want to end it right here, or can I give us a sprawling topic? Real quick, and we'll end on that. How sprawling is it if it's real quick? Because, yeah, if it's five minutes, I'm in. Yeah, same. I, I was going to say maybe ten. Oh, you're pushing it a little bit. You know, studies have said that po- that podcasts over an hour don't do well. Okay, I think he can do it in seven. Yeah. Okay. That's us, always going by the data of what podcasts do well. We You started tonight with, uh, hey, let's pick one of the most – sensitive conflicts in the world that everybody's got an opinion on and very little education. Hey, what do you guys think okay, about stop. abortion? Listen, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Tell me, talk to me about <laughs> cognitive decline. <clears throat> I wish I could. Do you You're talking about for for people our age? Yeah, well, just in or general, do you feel like there was a point in time where you felt Does sh- you feel? Yeah, does you think the way you feel now? is different from the way you used to feel like do you think there was a point at which you felt really sharp and maybe you don't is this always... even a real is this a is this a real question 100% and i'm going to give some examples okay cuz cuz i think about this no less than a thousand times a day a thousand times a day i think about how so much here's, i've lost so here's here okay do you think of it as cognitive decline or do you yes. think of it as you just know now more that you're dumb, like you're just more no. aware of being stupid. No, or I got a th- I got a third answer for this. More I aware of your that, mistakes. I think it's that I've learned when not to have to listen or dig 
deep or know all the details or pay attention to all the details. I've become selective in my disengagement. I do know what you talk about with that feeling of sharpness. It's like you really there. There's a period of your life, and I think it's like late twenties, early thirties, especially. Yeah. There you go. Because you're because yep. you're a fully formed adult in your brain. You know, you're not really a kid anymore, and maybe you're even having kids of your own. And everything is just you. You really feel plugged into everything that's happening around you, everything that's happening in your social circles and your job and in the world and in your community and your sports teams and everything. And in the last decade since that peak, I think I have gradually leveled out to where I just decide I've heard it all before. They're all narratives. All they are are narratives and stories and cycles that keep repeating themselves. So I've just learned when I should tune in and when I don't have to tune in. So that's I a think, for the that's most like part. a big broader approach to it, helpful and on topic and I'm good with it. But I'm even talking like I feel like I'll go through phases like the amount of mistakes or errors that I make in text messages. Oh yeah. I'm just like what are you are you have you what happened? Dude, Did we lose I, half of your brain? I've been dropping things more often. Yes, that kind of thing. Yes, exactly. Or, or forgetting actors' names, for, 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 like forgetting movies and titles. And Why can't I, on a regular, I'm talking annoyingly, alarmingly regular basis, remember that when I take the trash bag out of the trash can and go put it on the outside trash, I take it outside, why can I never ever ever remember to go get a new trash bag and put it in to the trash can until oh, the well, court courtney's been doing that for 16 years oh i don't know why <laughs> yeah but that's on purpose i i i'll tell you when i first notice it brad is that your name I'm, yeah thank you yes uh i remember i swear to god i remember I was typing out text messages over the course of a week and I was, you know, my normal, I'm like, dude, I am having a lot of typos. Did they change the, the keyboard or something? I'm like, did they change the keyboard? Did something happen? Because all of a sudden I'm typoing constantly, just constantly leaving out words, leaving out whole words, <laughs> typing stuff wrong, just, just nonstop. And that was that actually that put that exact scenario was when i started noticing that things were going downhill like the, I, I to rylan to use rylan's word i wasn't as sharp as i used to be and it is it is a million different things dude Daddy, I'm oh hold on good job oh we had so to, had to hit chipped somebody. in for birdie maya chipped in for birdie on nintendo switch golf <laughs> at, a, the at a girl the live report way to go soren stan <laughs> and Way was this go. a par four or a par five? Little par Michelle four, Wee. she says. Little Michelle okay. Wee. Uh, little Michelle Wee. Um, <laughs> I forgot about fake Michelle Wee. Just remembered fake <laughs> Michelle Wee. <laughs> oh, God, that's awful. Um, I can't remember what I was going to say. Too many typos. Because you're not oh, sharp okay. anymore. Last week, last week, uh, the last two weeks, basically had what would be considered like our office manager out. And the other person who would do a lot of our admin work uh, had a baby. So, like, we're a small business. We don't have a huge office staff, right? It's basically those two people, and then I fill in a little bit and help out. But they were out. So 
old Brad here got stuck with a ton of just data entry. That's what we'll call it that everybody can relate to and understand. You're basically taking information off this piece of paper, putting it into this computer so that we can keep track of it and not forget about it, and then push it on so that people who can work on the product have the details, right? And just time after time, I'm trying to move fast, and I'll recheck myself, and I'll be like, what the... F what, what are you doing? Who are you? What has happened? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Typing? Done, dude. We are. I'm telling you, we're all washed. At this point, it is entirely downhill. There's a reason they call it over the hill. That that is a legit thing. We're. I'm. I'm not saying we're not great. Still, we are. All three of us are great. In fact, we're probably better now than we've ever been. But things are slowing down, and some. It, you're not as strong as you were. You're slower than you've ever been. You I feel pretty strong. I feel pretty strong. You may feel that way, but that's old man strength. That's different. It's definitely old man strength. Like, if you yeah. need me to, like, the other day we were unloading some stuff at work, and a fellow was like, hey, you want me to get on this side? I was like, that's all right, buddy. I got Dude, it. Dude, absolutely. And that's something, what that is, that is because our body is, so, it's getting so old and hardened that it can like it can handle greater loads and i think it's an evolutionary thing so that young bucks can't take us out like we still have we still have old man strength it's gonna take a couple to knock that one down yeah you yeah. know yeah i got you uh yeah i'm that's all i just here recently the rylan made a good uh observation too what's up with the dropping stuff it's it happened today. I was grabbing some chicken thighs out of the uh, garage fridge to move them in here so I could cook them earlier, which I did. They were delicious, and they just I was walking them over to the kitchen fridge, and they just fell out of my hands. And I'm like, why? Why that even happen? I don't have that as much. I have the thing where I'm standing there. <laughs> <laughs> you lose your balance. Yeah, you lose you your. What is that? What the fuck is that? How does that happen, dude? I'm not even like moving. I'm, I'm standing I'm, straight up. I'm not like, even moving fast. No, my, I, I'm talking like standing still. My legs are at hip width, complete as stable as you can be. And then I'm starting, you get that little I start skip step. Yeah, that little start skip step. Why does that happen, dude? It's bullshit, man. It is absolute bullshit <laughs> i don't like it and i've become very aware of it over let's call it the last month and i well i'm not a fan we're still great don't you damn forget it you make don't sure to you, remind everyone around you don't you forget it hey i gotta go make some salt i wrote some about to go put a rough chop on all that put some salt some lime juice and just a shitload of cilantro and then that's what i'm eating this weekend chief salsa officer right there that's right chief salsa officer i'm glad your mic waited till the very end to not work so that's good um about me yeah half of what you said there didn't make it i don't know he's why. making salsa i knew what he was saying we, it's, we, it's because you played the music too loud it feels it's something about the way Streamyard handles the uh the music i've noticed it when with different people i don't know man 
any other shout outs you want to make before we go any other, any other listeners i mean you got through three did any maybe that's part of the maybe this is another sign you can't even remember if yeah. you didn't listen no for brad for ryland for jason human dads follow show next week bring the bread tell your mom to listen keep it tight eat at arby's go to arby's bring the bread with arby's with arby's today actually went to arby's a week ago that reuben's not bad I didn't get any food. I had the Reuben before. I didn't get any food for myself. Did get some food for my lovely bride. But, yeah. You didn't get food for yourself and you got food for her? Yeah, I forgot what I had. Oh, she had bought me uh, the some tamales from Central Market. You ever had those, Jace? No, are those good? Yeah, they're over there in like the prep side. It was... Yeah, I've seen them. I just never picked them up. I just feel weird about getting tamales anywhere other than from a, a Blayla. Well, you should stop doing that and... You know, the ones at Central Market, I'm not telling you they're abuela level, but they're good. So, well, how are y'all next week? Thank you for listening. Please come back. Like some cheese sticks or anything? You couldn't, like a small curly fry for the drive home? How do you go there and not get anything? How do you go anywhere and not get anything? I know that I'm going to get to take like two or three of her curly fries, but. Okay. I I mean, I like Arby's just fine. But when I want to have something else, I want to have something else. Yeah. Little chop roast beef. Why did you say it like that? Say it like what? It's with a you full-blown turned it. your head, looked at me out of the side of your left eye, and said, little chop roast beef. Dude, don't do that. Don't, he's doing theater for the listeners, which is fine, because we're an entertainment podcast, but don't do this to me. All right, tell the people bye. All right, bye. Hold on.